ho, ho, ho. I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Saturday, which means it's a feedback show, which mm-hmm. means whatever you send in for feedback throughout the week, we're going to talk about it. We are. Um, the official weapon of the show is <laughs> the folded chair an unofficial sport <laughs> is bullet ball and bullet ball extreme 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 um and you know how it is guys it's a uh, we're just gonna get in here and we're gonna talk about all your stuff because i know you guys left a lot of feedback mm-hmm. emails voicemails all that stuff uh, but the first people we talk to are the people that donate um and shout out to my man david from brooklyn who let me know that i had the donation button was no longer showing on the site there were some updates to the site and i had to like put some stuff on there and fix it and all this and i guess i forgot to put the donate button so if you've been trying to donate to the show and you've been going going what the fuck are they talking about that's my bad <laughs> it's on the right hand side of the website the black guy who tips.com look on the right hand side turn your phone sideways if you have to so you can see the sidebar and then you can donate and you can donate any amount one time recurring we don't everyone gets the same shout out mm-hmm. doesn't matter what it is mm-hmm. um so just want to let you know uh now let's give those people uh props that donated and then we'll talk about the people that have comments on our website who left voicemails the people who left comments on youtube the people that q a and polls and all that stuff from spotify uh emails we're gonna get into all that stuff thank you may i have your attention you are now listening to charlotte's own rod and karen we welcome the good folks who tie to the black guy who tips right yes new money new honey let's talk about it we got a recurring donation from annie annie i hope you're okay david from brooklyn speaking of the aforementioned david from brooklyn uh tom w jr thank you tom michael s dana r bomani jones you might know him uh jane m laura e nicholas z noel w sonya b uh, Pete B, no relation. Ricky A, pretty Rick, what they call him. Johanna M, uh, David from Brooklyn again. Okay, David is just very generous this month. Uh, Douglas R, Latricia C, and Laura F. Thank you, everybody. Took the time out to pay us. We appreciate that. We, we do. We're big fans of money over here. I don't know if y'all heard. Um, <laughs> but uh, thank you, thank you very much. Um, all right, let's uh, get into. Um, the what do I normally do? I want to say comments on the website. Does that sound do right have, to everybody? Do we have any uh, eye- no, five star reviews. I said, do we have any <laughs> iTunes reviews? <laughs> I felt rusty right now. All right, <laughs> uh, so we got four new five star reviews. Yay! Love Rod and Karen. This is from Sean Forever ninety eight. Rod and Karen always make me laugh. They are awesome people. I love their thoughtful and hilarious conversations. Love you both. Sean, thank you, Sean. Thank you. Appreciate those five stars coming from the America. We do. Everybody, everybody left us uh, 
Everybody left us five star reviews from America right now uh, in the last few weeks. If you're out there listening internationally, we will read your review. We will. So if you if you across if you across the pond, if you're <laughs> down under, if, if wherever you know, if you're from the continent, leave us that five star review. We want to know what y'all think. I know mm-hmm. you know what a lot of people don't know this. We're pretty big in Trinidad and Tobago. Tobago. Come on through. I don't know why and I don't know how. Maybe it's just a couple of my old college dorm mates listening. Yes. I don't know if they, <laughs> they spread the, the word. I don't know what we saying that's 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 hitting with them, but I always see it on the on the charts. We be Shout charting y'all. We be charting over in the TNT. Okay? Come on through. Uh, I know they liming over there. Okay. <laughs> that's all the slang I remember. Well, no, I do remember some other slang, but I can't say it. I don't I don't know what those I don't know what those words mean, but they sounded my 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 roommates cussed a lot. My Trinidad. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, I'll say it. Y'all tell me what it means. Mutter skunt. I think I know what it means, but they, I know uh, I know what it sounds like. I know what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't want to say it to anybody. And it does not sound like mother of a skunk. That yeah. might be how it translates. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. <laughs> me either. Five stars from my virtual unk and auntie. Hopefully, this review post this time. I can't believe I've been listening to for officially two years now. This show has entertained me so much over the last couple of years. Introduced me to not only new perspectives and viewpoints, but other shows and personalities. You guys rock. Hearing y'all's voices weekly is such a joy. Lastly, Rod, I love the petty. That's my style. (laughs) Thank you, CJ Nike. Uh, Oh, yes, banter from Sierra. (laughs) This is the only way I listen to the news because there's nothing wrong if it's funny. I haven't listened. I have listened to you guys since I was married and pregnant, and that was 12 years ago. Damn. My son has grown the past 11 years listening to the Blackout Tips while I'm dying laughing. We out here, the Blackout Tips gang for life. Yes, each one teach one. Thank you. That's what I always say. Play Play our podcast for the kids. They need to know. <laughs> the kids need to know. They need to know the real truth. <laughs> Putting five. Let the kids know. Can't handle the truth. <laughs> Putting five on it. This is from PK Hints who says, found my way over to Apple Podcasts just to put in my five-star review for this amazing podcast. Yes. Shout out to all the people getting new iPhones for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you can finally know that world. Hop on it. Hop on Apple Podcasts and leave us the five-star review. I know it's been laying on your heart for a long time. Yes. And even if you're not an Apple subscriber, you can make an iTunes account. And you ain't got to be on Apple devices and go on Correct. iTunes. Correct. And leave us a five-star review. So, you know what? Just because you're like, I don't mess with Apple ecosystem, you can still leave us five stars. What what they got to do with it? PK Hens goes on to say, I fell behind, <clears throat> and I've been binging the last two months or so of episodes and heard the episodes with Mike Kaplan and Living Color in the same morning. Such amazing conversations, and they show the wide range of this podcast. And then Rod, it just ends with Rod. I don't, I don't know what, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I don't must know if they got cut off. Or yeah, what. I must say you must have been trying to go on iTunes. Was like, you know what? You you reached the letter, the letter max. I don't know the character max. Thank you, everybody who took the time to leave us those five star reviews. It matters a but a, a bunch. Yes, uh, it's, it does. It's, it's Let us know we loved. Yeah, it's definitely how we make that that flop. You know, we can't make money without uh you know promotion everywhere because we're. Uh, independent podcast so when y'all make those five star reviews it hits their algorithm it suggests us to a few more people and people that listen to you know like-minded podcasts and Mm -hmm. stuff so like i said we appreciate y'all 
um, for that. Uh, all right, let's get into the actual uh, website and all the comments. But of course, first we need to play some music so that uh, you know we I know where to put commercials later. first episode of last week is a feedback episode 2805 let karen cook we got six <laughs> comments on it apia says in my job using the toilet at home most times is not an option i have one of the extrovert jobs so i'm proud to say that i've used many different toilets i got no virus or bacteria problems ever people who talk about very young people and call them millennials show how out of touch they are they are not 20 year olds just entering the work who just entered the workforce right mr apia and i are as old as you uh k and r are uh, I'm even an, a, a migrant myself uh, who came to Germany when I was 12. We were pretty poor sometimes. We both very successful with earning steady money and doing way, way better than our parents. We have two paid off houses in a pretty expensive location. My parents live in the second for free now and are helping us with the kids in a small uh, apartment we rent now. I remember uh, the teacher at school who did told us well, this will be impossible for our generation. And still, I wouldn't say if I can do it, everyone can. I have immense grit, but also I had parents who supported me. I'm healthy and I have a partner who is responsible for money. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I think being proud of our accomplishments is still fair game. You know, that's mm-hmm. a lot that you accomplished. And, right. Uh, and also acknowledging like, yo, I'm pretty fortunate. Things worked out. I feel like that's a, a easy balance. And I don't know if it's a Amer- if, if it's as much a thing in Germany, but I know in America there's a lot of this. Um, we worship capitalist capitalism as like a country here. It's, it's, to me, capitalism is cap- white supremacy and then capitalism are the real religions of America. Yes, sir. And what by capitalism, I don't mean like the lie that people say capitalism is you know because i think that lie is an attractive lie that i would love to live in like this hey if you work hard you'll make your money and you'll be able to take care of your people and yourself and it's all just about making sure you go to work and you do what you need to do every day i love that you know the you know the capitalism we talk about here is supposed to be like if someone is racist It'll be so bad for business, they'll go out of business. So you don't even you won't even need to get the government involved. That's that's, that's the lie of capitalism. Yes, here. and that's not how that bullshit works. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I call it a lie. You see what I'm saying? See, when I say it's a lie of capitalism, Karen, that means it don't work like that. Um, <laughs> but the point being, like, I don't know if other countries do that as hard as we do. Um, so what someone here might say in your situation would not be to acknowledge any of the privilege. They often even go so far as to make up hardships and be like, you know, my parents came from the dirt. We lived in a dirt road. And and then you find out that's not true. You know, Uh, the owner for the Indianapolis Colts, Jim Ursay, went on a Twitter rant this week and he's a billionaire. And part of his thing was I built everything from the ground up. And like people immediately pointed out you inherited 
eight hundred million something dollars, whatever the amount, some crazy amount from your from your father. Like, right? What is this? That's just part of your story, and that's okay. I'm not saying you're the same as him, but you Correct. know what I mean. Just, but yes, acknowledging there, there like the difference. There's some privilege there, you mm-hmm. know. Parents, college, a good mate, health, fortunes. That shit all helps. That all, yeah, it all helps. <clears throat> she also says, update on my potential friend with the same first name. I found out that from her that she is a scientist in the pharmaceutical field. Perfect. We have yoga, the first name, and pharmaceuticals in common, and we live close by, and she moved here recently. I see a real chance here. I found her on LinkedIn and sent her a contact request. I hope she sometimes opens it. I hope so, too. Mm-hmm. EVE says in a reply to Appia, I'm so invested in this. You should ask her out for coffee after yoga. You can do this. Aww. Yeah. But whatever you don't say, Hey, I like my coffee like I like my my friends. Uh, black. Please don't, don't say, say that. that. Cause Mm-mm. if you say that, you gonna then Mm-mm. a bunch of people gonna write in and you know these. Mm-mm. Listen, I'm gonna be honest. A lot of these people are barely hanging on right now. Okay, they're like, wow, this white woman be writing into the show, and a lot of these black people, you know, I they I'm not saying they're racist, but you know they they are skeptical, you know, and they waiting on you to mess up one day. <laughs> and I think you've been doing <laughs> a stellar job. One eye. I think you've been doing a stellar job so far, but just be Me careful. Too. Be careful. They, they turned so quick. You saw how they did, Brittany. They, they don't give a fuck. They were turning a heartbeat, baby. Uh, Michael's. Oh, Michael. Okay. Michael. Okay. Michael. Uh, thanks for another great feedback show. And only three hours this time. I always love listening to these episodes <laughs> and hearing the things that the Black Altist community has to say. Apia, drop a link if you ever decide to do a spinoff. Winky face. Much love to you all. <laughs> Stella says, I wanted to reply to classic R&B lovers' comments and let them and others know the Biden-Harris administration is covering COVID vaccines for those who have insurance. But the vaccine isn't fully covered for those who don't have health insurance to cover getting vaccinated under the Bridge Access Program. Go to vaccine.gov vaccines.gov to find locations that are part of the program i wasn't fully covered and this program helped me not pay a cent out of pocket to get the latest covid booster shot at walgreens tippers please spread this information to everyone that you know and get the word out i will also make a twitter thread with these details p.s i tried leaving this message under youtube channel but it kept getting deleted yeah because youtube anything about vaccines and shit they try to treat like they basically default to misinformation uh i was talking to andy and uh randolph this morning they sent a text where they had an episode from 2022 taken down and it was obviously an episode where they talked about anti-vaxxers and they got taken down for misinformation so youtube i guess is cracking down still wow oh and also yeah in addition to uh, the PSA that the person put in, mm-hmm. I also know that the government has their second round of uh, COVID vaccine tests that they're sending out for free. Uh, and so if you didn't do the first round, you could do the first and the second round back to back. Because when I first had learned about it, I think it was like the third or fourth round. And so you can continue to do it until you kind of max it out. So uh 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 just just google uh free government uh tests and the website will pop up and when you tap on the website all you gotta do is leave a name and address and this is like per household like every individual person can't do this one but it's like so many per household and they will send you COVID tests and if so I, like i said if you missed the first one you do it twice if you already done it once this is the second time i just did mine like a, 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 a yesterday a few days ago uh and it started uh november the 22nd is the first round 
is the second round and the first round already be done out there. So so you don't have to spend that money in the COVID testing because those COVID tests can be very, very expensive. $25 to $40 a pop, depending on what your state and stuff in, you know, that price may vary, but that could be very expensive. And so it's best to go ahead and have the test here. So if you catch a cold, you go, well, do I have COVID? You can know because me and Roger went to go visit family and stuff. Uh, 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 for the Thanksgiving, and we both tested ourselves prior to going just to be sure. Um, <clears throat> then of course, after the comments, we gotta check YouTube, see what y'all said about let Karen cook over there. Um, let's see, we got Linda who says, Oh, she just said basically she tried to leave that message and it wasn't there. Uh, so Yida says, Congratulations to the new councilman. That's right, we found out mm-hmm. that we had a new councilman, councilman. Um, that that listens to the show. Congratulations. Um, and uh, let's check Spotify for podcasters for Let Karen Cook. We got uh, QA. The Q&A was WWGSD, what would George Santos do? Alumni says, lie, lie, and lie some more. You're right, King, of fake it till you make it. Uh, <laughs> now, of course, Alumni is an elected official now, so hopefully he's not paying too much attention G, to George Santos. Uh, Adabola says, lie, scheme, and steal. <laughs> uh, Cedric says, tell some more lies, steal some more money, and run for re-election. Nelson says, I guess if he feels like a grifter like MTG can be elected and reelected, he probably feels safe. Mm, we'll see. Uh, Kui says, or Key, possibly, you, hey, alumni, alumni, congrats. As a two-term council member, get you two or three OGs you trust before you'll, because you'll definitely need help outside of the council. And please be patient with yourself because this is a lot. Oh, look at our council members supporting each other. Okay, we believe in elections over here. Come on. Alicia says, you played the song I asked about in my previous comment during this episode between 119 and 151. I don't think it's a Felt 5 song. Randolph even played it as an outro before. I'm going to find this song. (laughs) So I played the song on this episode of Let Karen Cook. Okay, so you know what? Just for you, I guess we're going to have to for the second time in two weeks, replay the episode on the episode. <laughs> to, to so see you what said one nineteen fifty one. Okay, let me see if I can find one nineteen fifty one. Wait, how do I fast forward to this? Spotify, what you doing? <laughs> okay, so if I try to play this, we're gonna figure this out live on the air. Try to play this by clicking here. Where, where does the player go? Okay, up here, and then ho ho ho! I listened. Fast people forward who are- to all right. Now let's go back. Fast forward to one nineteen fifty one. All right, one nineteen fifty one. Where is that? Somewhere around here. I, you know, I just realized I could do this, and it still won't mean that I know the song. Ah, because I need to know the name, and I don't know have all the names memorized. Uh, for some reason it's not playing. God damn it, son of a gun. Need to go to another player? This is ghetto. Uh, all right, I'll try it on, you know, I'll try it on the actual Spotify player. Mm-hmm. Man, I must really love our listeners. You do. Because uh, I know this is terrible podcasting, <laughs> but <laughs> we, this is the episode for y'all. Know. This is the episode for y'all. So, all right, let's see if I go to the Spotify <laughs> player. <laughs> 
and go to 11951 mm-hmm. if it'll let me. Uh, okay. Let's see. Albums. Please go check them Very out. Very talented. Put <laughs> no, my, some not, that is felt five, but let me. Okay. So. <laughs> Okay, so that's the beat. Mm-hmm. And now if I go I don't to think that's infrared clip, though. That's not, yeah, that's not like some of his music. Uh, man, I don't know. I don't know what beat that is. Um, but I know that song. Is that it? I don't know if that's the same beat. Here's the one. This, this is the beat. Okay. Yeah, so that beat is called Fury. Um, and I'm I think that's a crypto beat. I think I think so. Um, yeah, because yeah, those are DJ Jaffa. So I think, yeah, that's a, I think it's an infrared crypto beat called Fury. Mm-hmm. All right, we solved that mystery. And you're welcome. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh all right. <laughs> let's, let's. We had to solve that scooby doo mystery. Whew. All right. Episode twenty eight oh six. Because it was gonna bother us. Diddy settles with Cassie. We only had two comments on this one. The first one is from Apia, of course. You know she loved Puff Daddy. Uh is <laughs> <laughs> like, take that, take that. I'm be first. Uh, about accepting compliments when someone tells you you did a great job and you say no 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 it's nothing you say to the complimenter giving giver that you have bad judgment even if sometimes i also wonder if it really was so special what i did i'm still glad that someone take took the time to say something nice and answer thanks for telling me that it makes me feel good or thank you for noticing and telling me uh this seems to me the best option the other person also feels good everyone wins yeah accept your compliments man you know, like what? What are we winning by not pretending not to like compliments or that we aren't doing good things for people? You know, especially today when I feel like everyone's aware of their shortcomings more than ever. Just every fuck, especially if you're on social media and stuff. You know, it feels like everyone's always getting knocked for what they didn't do or didn't say or don't didn't articulate correctly. Like, yeah, you should <clears> be already in your own head about things. Yeah. Either. And when someone tell you you did some good shit, some cool shit, take that shit. Hold that to your heart. Uh, EVE says, even though Diddy settled, I'm really concerned for Cassie's safety. If all things alleged is also true, she seems like a spiteful man. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess the... the <laughs> I mean, you always worry about everyone's safety, but I guess I, the way I would look at it is this. With the amount of noise and attention this has garnered anything happens to cassie i don't care if she trips walking down the street oh it's it's gonna be breaking it's gonna news. be news yeah. and it's gonna be aimed directly at 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 him so i i don't you know i i, I mean it seemed like and then also of course don't forget breaking ndas like it works two ways the reason donald trump was able to like continue to get sued again and same thing with bill Cosby is because they broke part of their agreements by saying shit like i'm innocent this bitch lying blah 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 next thing you know you back in court <clears throat> and and everything's available to the public again so my my guess is if he's as shrewd as people say he is uh 
the the shrewdest thing he could do is shut the fuck up and just don't talk about it people will eventually move on from this and let it go no matter how heinous you think it sounded and no matter how bad it is it's not legal as far as like it's not criminal uh and there's no trial Mm -hmm. and there's no public other than that public filing of that lawsuit there's no public whatever and people are afraid to talk about it because that because he's a mover and shaker so i think he'll be end up being just fine He'll lose a few opportunities in some spaces for a little bit, but I think eventually those opportunities will either come back or be replaced. Um, and because at the end of the day, we have a society full of bad, quote unquote, uh, bad, bad men that have done shit and we know about it and we just let them slide on it. In general, I mean, I guess you could extend it to bad people because it just kind of depends on who the target is. But agreed. Whatever. The point being, we've been letting entertaining rich people slide on horrible rumor mill shit for a long time, and I think this will end up being treated like that. I'd love to be surprised, but I don't think I'll be surprised. Mm-mm. Um, let's see. On our website, I mean, on YouTube, my mom says, "Why do you need white man's paperwork?" <laughs> Yeah, Dr. Umar was in his bag on that one. Winnie, though. Okay. He, he said something uh, with, with that white man's paperwork. <laughs> He's serious, too. Why do you need white man paperwork? Mm-hmm. Uh, big fan of uh, taking Dr. Umar out of context. Uh, <laughs> in context, mm, not so much. Uh, Anul, I think this is Anulio Colo who says, white people news. Hi, you write about white neighbors asking questions if they black. One month after moving into my house, my neighbor next door mentioned and met, met me at the mailbox that they looked up my hubby and I on LinkedIn, then asked if my hubby knew so-and-so. We were shocked, but not surprised. That's why I'm not, not trying to find That's why, because when you start looking for a job, everybody pushes to get on Indeed. And I can't speak for nobody else. I know there's people who have great experiences. To me, it's a fucking waste of time because I was like, okay, all these, no. So I've never got on it. And that's primarily one reason because once you get on it, it's like the shit is just out there and people just searching and looking you up. They can do that anywhere anyway. Don't get me wrong. But specifically for that, because a lot of times that shit is is connected to your job. Uh, That's so wild. They hit you with the... So we were doing some research, uh, you know. We looked up your credit score, and uh, how could you afford this house? Right. Monkey Blood says, "Great episode. Thank you, thank you." Okay. Um, you know who else did a great episode talking about Diddy and Cassie was um, the War Report. Uh, I was listening to them, Gaster and Shalewa, and they talked. They put it up on Thanksgiving, so you might not have heard it yet. But I say go listen to them. You know we love them. And they're so funny and so they cool. Are. And I thought it was so funny when uh, Gastor was basically, it was like Shalay was helping talk Gastor through his hero turned out to be, you know, this, this whack dude. And I was like, I can relate to that because I feel like that happens so sometimes where, you know, uh, with, with a lot of people, where that, and that part isn't really discussed a lot you know it's like we always supposed to go black or white and we go immediately to like we have to hate this person but i love the reality of listening to gaster be like damn i really looked up to this guy and i didn't think he was a great person but i just didn't know he was this fucked up this is beyond 
even shit I had heard and uh, you know, Shalay would kind of be like, Yeah, but you kinda knew, you know, and I I loved it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Um then of course we have to look at Spotify for episode twenty eight oh six, Diddy Settles with Cassie. And let's see. Oh shit. I just realized I didn't do the poll for the first episode. Let me go back to the poll. I'm sorry. Let Karen Cook. Are you going to see family for Thanksgiving? Uh, 58% yes, 41% no. And then on Spotify, let me check the poll for that episode. So sorry about that, everyone. Um, same, damn, 57, 43. So basically same percentage uh, going to see family for Thanksgiving. Okay, now we can get to uh, episode 2806. Uh, the poll was, will you listen to the Amy and TJ podcast? Of course, that's Amy and TJ mm-hmm. from Good Morning America. Um, Karen, are you going to plan on listening? Mm-mm, because they're not going to give me what I want to hear, so I'm good. Okay, well, you know what? Uh, about 10% of the audience says yes, 90% says no on both polls. So, uh, unfortunate for them. Yeah. A lot of us won't be listening. They're going to talk about everything, but what people want to listen I feel like to. they're going to wink, wink at some things. I think they're going to wink, wink. Like they're gonna be doing those those you know daily studies and all that sh- you know the fodder for the daily news stuff and it'll be like you know uh, uh, the FDA is recommending Americans drink their coffee black and she's like I know I like mine black he's like I like giving it to you this morning or I made some <laughs> coffee for you you know but I did put a little cream in yours you know what I mean anyway shouty nut said uh, for the Q and A. Believe in yourself like the couple who squatted in a mansion and put up Christmas lights. Come on. Shawty says, Shawty says, and will. Aaron says, thank you for the inspiration. <laughs> Katie, Katie says, yep, I knew you were a candle burning bitch, which is why I sent a little something to you since Karen got the books. Uh, I love those lighters. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I do. I'm burning one right now. Cherry Christmas Cola. I don't know if this is the one from last week, but as y'all can see, it's like a third of the way down. That's how I'll be burning up in here. Um, Raphael says, I thought the ep would end on the bright side, then ultimate sword ratchet is back to my monitoring that 2.5 million townhouse that has been vacant since the pandemic. Play is God's plans. I got the lights ready. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. Make them, make them African color Christmas lights. Do it different. Ah! Alumni says, just be like yourself. Alumni says, just like it was National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Uh yeah yeah. Lisa says, "God, I'm getting old. All I could think was shit. They put up all those lights with no home insurance, right? Gonna burn that bitch down." Blair says, "Quick question: Did Wendy's get rid of the vanilla frosty? I don't know, but isn't it about time?" I like the vanilla frosty. Of course you would, you bed witch. No, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, cause (laughs) chop. You like the vanilla swirl? Well, well, well. (laughs) Finding out a lot of interesting things on this podcast. I guess you are. (laughs) Hmm. Okay. Tell everybody how much you like the white man's cream, Karen. Go ahead. Ah, it's cream and it's sugar. (laughs) Hold on, I got a Ku Klux Klan member on my page. Let me block this Ku Klux Klan member. Nobody's scared of y'all no more. Fuck out of here. Mm, go ahead, Tom. <laughs> Tell everybody. I'm going to let you slide on that coon comment. Next comment, you get blocked. Sent into eternity. Tell everybody how you love the vanilla, the vanilla frosty can. Go ahead. <laughs> what I was going to say is that, <laughs> is that Wendy only had the chocolate frosty for a long time. 
And then they put the vanilla in, and the vanilla, they kind of go in and out. It's not something they do permanently. And they've also had strawberry at some period of time. They also did pumpkin spice. Like I said, I like the when it's frost, as you can tell, because I've gone through all the flavors. Uh, and so periodically, I don't know if it's Wendy's or if it's the people with the machines just get lazy. They'll be like, fuck it, we ain't doing, we ain't doing chocolate and vanilla. It's just straight chocolate today. And they'll be like, ain't no chocolate, I mean, ain't no vanilla. I like the I do like the uh, strawberry frosty. That was good, mm-hmm. and of course the pumpkin spice was cracked too. Strawberries for a limited time. Normally it comes out around springtime. So you know, I guess I had to say it about myself too. Coons will be coons. What do you want me to say? See, oh, I, I like see? it too. You're you over here, over here. <laughs> don't 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 throwing a, a clear rocks uh, paper my way. Mm-hmm. Put some of that on you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> clear rocks paper. Wait, what? <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I meant Xerox, Xerox paper. Xerox paper, okay. <laughs> I said clear rocks. <laughs> you know, I'm moving on because I, I don't think I still get it. But oh, because Xerox paper is white, white paper. Oh, okay. You're making white people jokes. So oh, uh, all paper is white. Yes, for the most part. Correct, and that you know that was kind of the joke. Okay, all right. <laughs> Some of y'all Negroes is sick. Um, <laughs> Miss Barnes says I had to explain my joke, y'all. I'm sorry. That was some level. Listen, I'm trying to let you cook. I just, I, I'm not gonna ever pretend I, I know when I don't know. I uh, want to get the joke too. Thank you, Miss Barnes says there was some level five thousand audacity on display, just like those Christmas decorations. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. Who's paying the electric bill? Are they paying that? Who is paying the bill? I mean, I guess if you ain't got to pay mortgage, you probably got shit. Like, you know what? Okay. Turn the AC down to forty three. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. And them, <laughs> them, them bitches is getting paid because you sure ain't putting $6,000 a month in the mortgage. Uh, all right. Uh, that's everything for that episode. Last episode of the week was lonely, angry, and sad. We got a lot of comments on this one. Nine comments. Um, so the first one is from It's Me. As far as why people are going to the movies less, money is a factor. Ticket prices are twice as much as they used to be. And there are no kids' prices anymore, at least by me. I wanted to see Marvels as I usually see all comic book movies for a Sunday matinee, but there were no matinee prices. So yes, I have all the strings. I will be wait. I will wait because life is life. And as I type this, you just mentioned this. That's right, it's me. That's how good we are. Mm-hmm. If you start typing to to write something and you haven't finished listening to the episode <laughs> give it a few minutes <laughs> we probably covered it because as i was reading the comment i was like didn't we say this and then it was like by the end it's like oh yeah you did you saying this right now i'm like oh you start typing right away <laughs> like, be, i got something to say i'll be right in update on my new potential friend for those who support me on my journey <laughs> what, is support. what is happening what is happening support group she accepted my LinkedIn contact and wrote me, so cool that you found me. Oh, okay. Okay. So this ain't like that neighbor situation somebody was writing in about on YouTube. I'm glad. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad it didn't turn left. And I said, I listen. And now we can communicate without getting in trouble with Marlon, the yoga teacher. Oh, okay. Well, good luck. This seems this seems very cool from, from this point. Yes. You know, I hope, I hope it works out. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I wish you well. I'm sorry. In my, I know this hasn't happened, but in my mind, I just fast forwarded like a month from now, and I wrote an op your email in my brain, 
uh, my head cannon of her doing some like real fucked up racist shit. Oh no! And then, and then try to get us to help. <laughs> like, oh no, right, Karen? I put my hands through her hair because it looks so fluffy. And I just <laughs> want to never do that. I just wanted to know how it felt. <laughs> what? She stopped talking to me. What can I do? She, she definitely will stop talking to you, baby. <laughs> Oh man, I know Ivy, you wouldn't do that, but it's, it's still funny to me. I make jokes, okay? <laughs> oh man. Oh, right. I told her she was pretty for a, good, a black girl. Is this wrong to say? <laughs> pretty like, for a colored. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ivy says, I only go to the movies when I'm on vacation. I see one movie a year in a movie theater. For me, it's just a time issue. I don't have four hours to spend even in the weekend. I have an extremely busy life, but no one needs to feel sad for me because it's what I chose. And I have great, a lot of great stuff in my life, love and family, career, music, uh, money, exercise, and even a dog. So that's just fair. I've seen Barbie this year in a the movie theater, and that's it. By the way, we have a projector at home, only no classic TV device. And so watching the movie here is pretty sweet. Sofa King says, I've seen exactly two movies in the theater since COVID came out, Wakanda Forever and The Marvels. And if you ask me when the next movie is I'm going to see in the theater, I ain't got nothing for you. Yeah, man, I'm telling you, dog, a lot of this stuff, people are going to lay it at the feet of just, it's a Marvel thing. Mm -mm. And I just feel like, you know, it's a little bit deeper than that. That's not saying people can't be, you know, like over Marvel and stuff. You know, I think... That's totally fine. I've been predicting this for years. I've been saying, mm-hmm. like, as a comic book reader who was a nerd and grew up loving all this stuff, it it expands and it expands and it expands and it gets to a point. This is the job of the material, by the way. It gets, it, it's not, the job of Marvel is not to try to make, it's not like what Pixar used to try to do where it's like, we're going to make one good movie a year. It's like, no, we're, we're trying to get you to be totally encap- uh, uh, captured. Invested. Yeah, totally invested in this entire like ecosystem and you know hopefully one day even get you to go read comics and stuff like this is an ecosystem and i get that people are you know need they need to get out you know like Mm -hmm. it becomes work yeah because Mm -hmm. a lot of them don't have the same stomach for it as me they don't have the same they didn't grow up with it yeah that you know they kind of soft you know (laughs) no offense but you know they can't handle what i what i can handle with this material um and they're tired of like thinking so hard and all this shit you know it's just like I just want to go see a movie about people that work at Amazon or something. But what's happening is that the Marvel stuff is tentpole, meaning it, they're cultural events to a certain extent. They're, they're the references that people know, even if they don't see the movies. And when something gets that big, people have FOMO and they want to blame the company instead of blaming themselves. Cause they don't have the willpower to be like, I'm just going to sit out. I don't need to know everything about this. Mm-mm. And I'm going to go watch the stuff that I claim to to want to see. Right. But, yeah, so I think, and I think also the the investment in this, like, culture war shit, everything's political now. So you can't have, like, the press run for other people's movies are about Marvel now. Yes. Like, Martin Scorsese's making a movie and he's talking shit about Marvel. Which has nothing that, to do with each other. The fuck yeah, is this? That, like, that's where we're at now to where there's they're that big of an institution. And so, you know, people, kind of like how people turn on the Patriots and try to tell you they're not good and they never been good and, and 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 I'm one of the people that's like no Tom Brady's fucking Tom Brady right so what are we talking about here with this at some point history? yeah at some point we got to just give them credit they they're better than they were better than everybody else right 
and uh, and now there's people who are like Bill Belichick can't coach because he don't got Tom Brady and they're not doing good the last two years, and instead of, and so it's turning into Bill Belichick was never a good coach. That's kind of what I see happening with the Marvel shit. Mm-hmm. It's like they're just trying to turn into like this shit was always whack. No one liked it. We and it's like okay, we don't want this anymore. Well, let's look at the box office. For the most part, the movies that will be in the top whatever are probably going to still end up being comic book movies, action sequels, and shit like that. You know? Yeah. And also, is And, well, I don't know how to make this sound nice. It's one of those things where you're not fatigued. And the reason why I say you're not fatigued is because I I, I guess I— I'm built differently. If I don't like something and I don't fuck with something, I don't consume it. I don't watch it. I don't talk about it. In my mind, it just does not exist. I go, oh, that's nice. Now keep it moving. But I realize a lot of people don't function like that. They say they're fatigued, but you still go watch it. You say you're fatigued, but you still complain about it. You say you're fatigued. Well, are you fatigued or not? Because for somebody that's highly fatigued, you show keeping up a lot with the shit for somebody that's fatigued. Think about it like this too, right? If we look at superhero fatigue, and that, like that's what we want to say this is of the top um they have i'm looking at a list of the top 100 movies of the year and the, the first comic book movie guardians of the galaxy is number three number four and if you say well guardians of the galaxy was good but the rest of this is shit well they made guardians of the galaxy they get credit for that so no one was you weren't fatigued for the third iteration of these characters so it doesn't sound like it's really fatigue at all as that's the four or five grossing movie and keep in mind it's not a billion dollar movie that used to be a thing there's only two billion dollar movies this year mm-hmm. like this is just the box office is down but people don't like i said most people aren't smart enough to connect all the dots but that's why y'all listen to us you know because most people are gonna give you a hack take about oh the the marvel it's just we're tired of seeing marvels like no mm-hmm. you're you're not no offense but you're not smart enough to understand what's happening here and that's okay um yeah, and, and also is 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 one of those things and i will i will plant my flag and i will stand tall uh the fatigue particularly for marvel didn't start coming out until they started doing the others and i will forever stand by that forever um it didn't get loud until it started talking about other everybody else other than straight white men yeah if you keep going down spider-man across the spider-verse that's number six uh mission impossible is number 10 and it only made 566 million that's that ain't shit for tom cruise that's bad you know like that is down, but we're not talking about Mission Impossible like that because we don't have an agenda against him. Ant-Man was number 14. John Wick was 16. Like, this, it's just not been a good year at the box office, but we're going to keep talking about this shit, yeah, you know? Yeah, and it was a whole ass strike, and people try to gloss over that shit, too, where, yeah. you know, depending on what, what the movie is or when it came out, you couldn't talk about it. You couldn't well, push some of these came out way it. before the strike, and I'm just, I'm right. talking about how... They didn't make that much money. John Wick is 16. That's before the strike. Transformers Rise of the Beast, 15. Um, yeah, The Flash is 24. Um, 
yeah, this is like it's just not it's not a good year. Dungeons and Dragons only made two hundred million, and they're thinking of giving it a sequel. That should tell you a lot about mm-hmm. expectations, because that movie supposedly lost money. You know, it's, it is what it is. Anyway, I'm not gonna run through all of it. And the Marvels is thirty six, by the way, which means it'll probably end up higher on this list by the end of the year. All right, but <clears throat> anyway, um. Back to the comments, though. Like you said, people ain't going to movies. Angela says, awesome episode. I noticed the deluge of anti-Marvel, the movie, and the company videos. You're right that people are skipping over logic, critical thinking, and assessment of what's happening. Uh, an assessment of what's happening in the industry it reminds me of the high school cliques ganging up on certain folks so they can feel important and have a sense of community the entire podcast episode made sense and it's all related yeah i listen man i i I feel like we stumbled onto something a little deeper than the vast majority of people talking about this shit Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and also like i think you could literally go through each year of the marvel you know building and you're going to find some stinkers in almost every single year. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, we have just not counted those until like near the end of the run is now, you know, now the closer we get to, to where we are now, the more we're like, they had a stinker. It's like they had a stinker in Captain America. And that they was, had a stinker in the first couple of Thor movies for people. Yes, like they did. And I don't mean stinker in like they were getting terrible ratings. I just mean like. The general consensus was like, it was all right. It wasn't a, like, God damn. It was, Mm-mm. you know, Avengers was, to me, it was Iron Man, and then it wasn't until, like, maybe Avengers that we had our first, like, okay, they got something. Right. Like, it was like, a, uh, it was cool, I guess, and then it was, oh, wait a minute. Hold up, you know? And even with Avengers, like I said, there's some after that that was like, mm, mm. You know, people, people didn't like Avengers, too. I liked it. I did too. People did not like Age of Ultron. There was mm-hmm. a lot of divided nerd consent, like shit over that. It's, anyway, revisionist history. I just unfollowed uh, a person Twitter account. I won't say their name just because I don't feel like going mm-hmm. through no shit. But I y'all can see it on the website. I just unfollowed a person on Twitter because uh, I think it's a she. She made an Insta screed announcing that she wasn't going to fight with uh, anyone about her not voting for Genocide Joe. I need to maintain my peace of mind. When I read the post, I wondered why she had to share that unless she truly was looking for a fight. Exactly. Yeah, because you don't have to let us know. You, exactly. You don't have to let us know and not try and find it. I, the way I feel about that, the same way I feel like the, uh, uh, Marvel fatigue. You ain't got to let us know. You, you can leave Craig. You can leave Craig. You get yeah. your ass. No one's holding here. you here. Why are you here? Why? No one's holding you here. You are not hostage. Tap out at any time. I'm waiting for a person to say they have Marvel fatigue and be like, and I just haven't seen a Marvel movie in two years. I've never heard it. I don't think it's possible. Right. Uh, <laughs> I have fatigue. Yeah, I'll be there for the next three. Uh, her post seemed like a virtue signal. Excuse my GLP moment. And I just can't believe that black people have become single issue voters over Palestine. What Israel is doing is genocide and horrific. But how could they think Trump or any other those horrible Republicans do or try to do the right thing when it comes to Palestine? A look out for her interests as a black woman. Um, honestly, I've never heard any of them explain that part. And I just think it's an extremely emotional response. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily built on like a type of logic it's i'm upset i am protesting and part of my protest is that i refuse to vote um and um if that's what they want so be it if i i'll say it every time if that's the country we get that's the country we deserve if enough people do that 
Um, but I do feel that they try to have it both ways because then they'll they'll rant like this and try to influence people. But yeah. then at the same time, if you go, then they'll be like, and no one ever better say this is black people's fault. Nobody ever better say that black people affected this election in any way. So it's like it's like a weird thing because especially as black women, when Democrats win, we typically and I think should give black women a lot of the credit as the most loyal voter base of the Democratic Party. Any Democratic win in America is pretty much for and by black women, mm-hmm. you know, and I don't think they're doing it to save us. I mean, for as in I believe the policies and conditions that are determined by this election will benefit me as a black woman if it's a democrat voter right most pragmatic enthusiastic voter base period and it's also one of those things where not trying to be funny particularly for black women when it comes to like just the structure of like just households and shit like that a lot of times the black woman is the person that actually keeps a lot of shit functioning not the men don't but they actually keep a lot of shit functioning keep a lot of shit running yeah. and they have they have to consider everybody else i have to think about my son i have to think about my daughter i have to think about my husband i have to think about the future and you know because we do that a lot of times other groups even other groups in 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 the in the in the in blackness have a tendency to take that shit for granted. Have a tendency to think, well, y'all gonna always do it. We don't have to consider you. We just gonna go consider us. We don't have to consider the, the totality, the community. We don't have to do that. I This hurt my feelings so I can cry versus actually really understanding that this shit impacts the whole community. And in this case, we're talking about a black woman who's putting out this I'm not gonna vote thing. Um, and I think, honestly, that person's an outlier. And it won't, it's not hard to know that people like that want and covet attention online. Look at the, like, the person you mentioned is a person I stopped really, I muted a long time ago because I saw how much of what they do is just about grievance and and trying to start grievance and trying to start shit with people. I remember one time I someone said, you know, what show didn't get another season that you would have liked to see? And I said, um, Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. And this person that you're talking about quote tweeted me and tried to act like I was saying anything negative about the show was like, okay, basically like, um, even though we did a podcast recap of this show, mm-hmm. a show by a black woman, black showrunner, uh, and, uh, we did this recap of Lovecraft Country and people loved our episodes, but we never shied away from like, yeah, I think this decision was like, uh, especially the decision to tra- kill the trans character, I thought was just, you know, short. It just was a bad moment. But the director and everybody came out and said, yeah, we, we fucked up and we see we hear that and we wouldn't. And so I'm like, I don't understand why a black person fucking up does a black woman specifically fucking up doesn't ever get a second chance. It's still a story and it's still a character. No one's really harmed in the story. If there's a chance to make it right, to do better, better. they deserve that same chance that we give every other fucking creator. Whoever fucked up gets another chance except us, right? And so, um, but this person I saw was just trying to use me for a viral moment to get content off, which is, you know, some, some whack shit to me, especially if we follow each other and all that stuff. And I and I just typically don't do that to people it, it, like that I follow that like why would I use my friend to be like I'm gonna go viral off of you and by completely trying to take you out of context so for me it let me know like oh that's what she's on she's on I need some attention I need to go viral I need to 
get the grievance going. And if it's if it's if it's you today, it's just on you. And I don't want a conversation. I don't actually want to discuss it. I want to make a whole different rant on my own that doesn't even acknowledge your humanity or what you could have possibly been meaning. Mm-hmm. And and I think that person is hyper online. So of course, if you're hyper online, you're gonna say something like that, bombastic, because you want the attention. Oh yeah. I'm sure there are other people that feel I feel like the people that truly feel like that are not even, they don't even have to tell you. Mm-mm. You know, like, cause it's like, it ain't really got shit to do with you on Twitter. It really don't. I've decided I'm not doing this thing and it really is not your fucking business what I do in my voting booth. But I feel like, you know, they got to tell you cause they want the engagement. Of course. Perhaps she is getting her content fixed while also depending on the rest of us to do the right thing and vote for Joe so she can sit back and complain loudly about how horrible and evil he is. Yeah, yes. I think also she lives in one of the states that she knows is going blue. So, it's, you know, those. This, this is one of the things you have to realize about Twitter. It's so many different types of black folks. I said this when I went to New York. I would talk to people in, at Game Theory. And, you know, their version of, like, liberal values is different than it is down here in the mm-hmm. South. Their version of liberal values is very much, like, hands off and I don't like, it's not the perfect choice. Fuck it. Who cares? And that's why Mayor Adams is running their city. Yes! Because they don't actually, for the most part, go out and vote. And they don't vote in their primaries. Turn out extremely low. <clears throat> the idea being, we're, we're going to mostly be blue anyway. I think we'll be okay. So if I don't get exactly what I want, fuck it. I'll just sit back and complain about, you can go all the way, Rudy Giuliani, Ed Koch. Uh, like, all these, all these mayors that they, they say they hate. That, that are low-key, to me, very conservatives while saying they're a Democrat, but they get to run shit because they, for the most part, feel safe. Regardless of how they may voice it online and shit, the numbers of the people that come out to vote say, we mostly are okay with this bullshit. Because mm-hmm, if they wouldn't, it, yeah, they, they would be different. And you wouldn't think of a city as blue as New York as having a reputation. Like, the reputation of New York versus living being in New York is different. Like, it's mm-hmm. just... People people are okay in a different way, and it's just, you know, if, if they're what revolution looks like to them is more of a, uh, I don't know, like like maybe go out to the protest, but don't go out to the polls. And to me, it's just different in the South because the fight here has been like to vote for Black people, vote. literally dying to vote. Uh, the fight has been making sure our votes get counted down here, not a. <clears throat> you know, like we're waiting for the perfect candidate. It's you push who you have as far as you can. And I just wanted to be understood because what will happen is people once again will put words in the mouth that we didn't say. Mm-mm. I don't think it's wrong to be critical of Joe Biden and the administration right. and the choices that are being made or not made with Israel. I don't think any of that's wrong. Cause that's the big thing people try to say is like, so you want me to vote, but I can't complain, complain. And complain. can't you do both? Complain. Why not I do both? Like, I've seen this administration respond to complaints in a way I haven't seen other administrations do. So there's been things people complained about that were not on their fucking docket of things to do, Mm-mm. such as uh, your student loan stuff. That's a thing he was pushed into because people were like, nah, fuck that. I want my student loans and you ain't doing enough. And I, and I, and I know he's going to get knocked for it uh, because he's not you know, it's Twitter and he's not saying what people on Twitter are saying, but he has 
behind the scenes negotiated the ceasefire and been cautioning against like the ground invasion all this uh, stuff um the only thing they haven't done is essentially cut off all the weapons over there and i don't i honestly truly do not have all the um intel not intel but i don't have all the knowledge about um the history of that region and America's allyship with them. I have friends who know more than me and I talk to them about it through text and stuff. And, you know, whether it's like an oil situation or what, but apparently we are never going to abandon Israel as far as allies. And so, um, you know, they, it, this, this cautioning might end up being the most that, that, that a president's ever going to do over there in a situation like this. But, I agree with everything you said. I just, like I said, uh, um, I, I don't, I think the, that, that going on Twitter to be like genocide Joe and shit is, is just saying something reactionary to get the clicks and stuff. Because at the end of the day, you're right. The only people that will be aided by that is when the GLP people get in charge. And honestly, I don't want to hear the shit then. Nope. 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 And so I will say it again. I've said it before. You can do both. You can yeah. you can vote somebody in office because once you vote them in office, then you can hold them accountable for things. You can't hold somebody accountable for for some shit that you didn't put in on. Yeah. You know, you don't want to invest, but yet you want to complain. I, yo, I don't want to hear anything you have to say because you didn't want to participate in the system. And when you don't want to participate in the system, whatever the system gives you, you just got to live with then. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it, and I feel like it always lets Republicans off the hook because it's, it's a re, their version of reality is one where um, the the people complaining it's a it's a it's a version of reality where somehow magically you we're better off with Republicans in power or we just shouldn't care that they're going to be in power and I think we absolutely should because um, regardless of how you feel about Israel Palestine that is only one thing happening in a world of things happening yes sir so. You know, I, I it, it's still I, I'm not a one issue voter, and I don't know that there's one thing uh, uh, that can be done that would just make me be like I'm opting out of voting and just good luck with Republicans in charge. Uh, regarding the movies, we go every other week because our eldest son lives with autism, and that's his favorite thing. We go masked up and don't bring in snacks the way we used to because of COVID. If we didn't have to take him these movie trips, we would definitely not go as often. I'll be hitting the Renaissance movie in the color purple. Love you guys. Sakura says, hi, it's Ro. I left two voicemails. I just wanted to clarify I was referring to this episode. Thank you both. Okay, cool. We'll get, that's a little teaser. Thank you. Uh, EVE says, I went to see the Marvels in the theater because it looked like a fun movie, and it was. I enjoyed it. This movie didn't get, that's another thing that's killing me with the Marvel fatigue niggas are them being like, well, I saw the Marvels, and it actually was good. Okay, so then what's the problem again? Right. Because then you say right. you just want them to make good, fun movies. And if you're counting this as one of the good ones, if you think it was all right, okay, whatever, then that's what the fuck you wanted. Why are you so concerned about the box office at that point? It's so weird. It's, it's such a weird, weird don't obsession. Make sense. And mostly I think I'm bothered by it because it's hack. Right. Like if I hadn't seen 17 million dude bros make it, make the argument, I think maybe I'd be a little more like, okay, yeah, maybe. But I'm just like, you know, valid, fuck them, fuck you, just don't see it. Valid point, Roger. I, 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 and, and I really do think that that's what, that's where 
their fatigue. This is where my fatigue against them comes. Yeah. Because I'm like, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares. Don't watch the shit. Just uh, uh, cancel your Disney Plus and go on about your motherfucking business. I have Marvel fatigue, Marvel fatigue. You know? Like, I got Marvel fatigue, fatigue. Like, just, okay, cool. Like, cool story, bro. You're special. You're the one person that is, don't go see him. I'm fine. Right. I don't need your review on it. It'll be okay. Nope. And I, I do think that the the fatigue from the dude bros, it, it just yeah. radiates into everything else. Uh, this movie didn't get promoted as much as a typical Marvel movie because of the strike and people didn't seem to get that. I think Marvel will be just fine, especially if they do a good job with Fantastic Four movie. They really can't do worse than the one with Michael B. Jordan. That movie was complete ass. Also, the X-Men movie will generate buzz as well. That's another reason. I, can, I Just remember, I, you heard it here first. Stick it in your pipe, you know, stick it in your hat, put it in your pocket, pull it back out. Um, the, when they go on another run, which they are. Because that's how I'm going to be talking show. shit. I just want people to know. I'm going to be talking shit when they go on another run. Because it's, cause it's so predictable. It's stupid at this point. It's so predictable. Like, they're, they have, they've been fighting this whole time without their big and little jokers of the X-Men and Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. That, like, that, that, those, are, those are layup movies for them. So I, I just think it'll be interesting. Because uh, I think they'll go on a run before the industry goes on a run. Yes, they will. Like they'll they'll be the ones to be successful at the box office again before just the general movie going public comes back to movies. And I think that's funny. Um, but I would be very worried and am very worried about the general box office just because I don't see that coming back unless companies really, really crack down on their own streaming. And, and like you need basically four or five different companies to be like, we do not need a streaming platform. Yeah, they'll never do it. But some some of these companies need to, like you say, not trying to be funny, be like, we need to stop doing this, put it on Netflix, and call it a motherfucking day. Yeah, if you care about box office and your Paramount Plus, uh, Peacock, uh, you know, all these, you know, whatever, whatever people have apps. <clears throat> Uh, HBO Max and shit they all need to basically be like listen we're done with that you want to see our shit go to a movie theater or watch you know HBO the TV channel and um, yeah we're done with the with the trying to get y'all to stream the shit or we need to put like a six month moratorium on all movies that go to theaters and be like if you want to see the shit go to the theater that might help a little bit but yeah I think people have, have found out it, it'll be alright Mm-hmm. yeah like when we talked about before when that window is like 60 to 30 to 90 days that makes a difference Sandler Agni right saying this is a long one hey Rod and Karen in my situation being single does work out but as of late I have been making some choices that probably are for the best that I just wait until my money situation is better and relating to the overall narrative of the Marvels it was so over the top ridiculous there are some publications and critics you just can't rely on anymore they'll justify under but we need the outrage for clicks and my retort is have you not have you tried not being so racially insensitive to one Nia DaCosta film was agendaed from the big start and couldn't get away from all the people flat out dogging it before it came out. Long story short, I liked it. I wrote a long thing for spoiler movie review, so I won't retread all territory. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think also, uh, like you said, the clicks and I'm surprised how few people have understood that part. 
Like that's why you get them titles. people will be like, oh, people hate the Marvels, and I'm like, do people hate the Marvels, or do you go to YouTube, and there's a bunch of dudes making YouTube face with a picture of Brie Larson in the background, and and underneath the title is like, you know, Brie Larson hard to work with, Marvels flops, mm-hmm. and you're like, right, even they're in the ecosystem of using you, like you, so you got you don't got Marvel. You don't got people that shit on Marvel fatigue. You just got Marvel fatigue. Got it. Everyone wants a piece of the pie. Uh, it doesn't help that Variety and other dailies ask Ridley Scott and Christopher Nolan of the world the same annoying question about comic book movies, which have existed for basically 30 years. Well, they need the clicks too. Hey, people ain't clicking on them other articles for them. No, they not. Y'all did get me thinking about loneliness, which I'm absolutely no stranger to. I desperately want something bigger something better something more in my life than what i currently have i had a friend that i befriended on snapchat in 2017 and i thought we really hit it off and then over time we just ended up parting ways because i started to notice how too online i was i got rid of snapchat and a couple of porno twitter inspired apps (laughs) porno twitter what is porno twitter exactly and uh how do i get there (laughs) uh Is it just uh, following Miss B Nasty? Is that the whole uh, point? I said, I'd say it's it's this whole other ecosystem. At a point, uh, it just became harder to unsee that a lot of this started to feel like I was chasing something totally unrealistic. I needed to find purpose. Something better than being an avatar on the internet. Now that I don't show my face, this shit is just a lot of sadness. A lot of movie talk on the internet is just a bevy of sadness filled with people talking about the old days and lack of originality. Mm -hmm. Then again, you can use that without just about anything Oh, with just about anything, and over time, you begin to realize that the inter- that's the internet talking. Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck were right 22 years later. No wonder those dudes aren't uh, either aren't on those platforms as much, Smith, or not at all, Affleck. It exploits depression and joy. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, uh, and, and not all, but you have a, a certain uh, – Certain types of celebrities, once they realized what it was, and for some of them, not trying to start fucking with their psyche and shit, they just literally just tapped out. They were like, oh, no, 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 no. I can't do this. They let other people, if they handle an account, it is strictly somebody's job to monitor and push and promote their shit. Other than that, they're like, I'm good. Y'all got it. Because y'all going to talk shit about me regardless, and I have no control over what you do. As for movies in 2024, I don't know if I'll go to as many films in theaters because I want something different, something better. Certainly need a flexible job, something I've waited for a very long time and do other shit. I want to go to more comedy shows. I mean, I let Chris, I met Chris Lambert for the first time. Dude was so dope and kind with his time. We talked about films. This internet shit can be good, but it's so rare that people in unison can turn off the cynicism from all sides because that anger is like Kylo Ren holding on to Darth Vader's legacy. It kills us soul. Yes, it does. Good if analogy. you allow it to. Glad you both talked about this because even I have actually grown weary of these conversations. Yeah, it's honestly, man, like I love being a movie critic in that, you know, I want my voice heard, blah, blah, blah. But if y'all notice, I don't have discussions about movies very much with anybody. Whether it's on Twitter, even on the podcast, we'll occasionally have people that, if we have guests that cover movies, we'll talk to them about movies. But in general, I don't want to talk to you about movies because it's so fucking negative. Okay, you don't like everything. Have you ever thought maybe you're depressed? You know what I mean? Like, have you ever thought about maybe like therapy or some shit? Like, right. it, it, we shouldn't be riding, rising or dying with, with fucking feature films like this. It's, it's, we, there's a level of self we have to, if, to, to be committed to that shouldn't be about the general tenor of a studio or not. You know, if, 
if I'm not entertained, I'm out. And that and that should be okay for everybody. And no one's holding you here. There's no imaginary person in the room making you see these films. Just don't see them. Just don't watch. Don't worry about the conversation. But I don't think people can help themselves. I, I've realized that, too, is, is a form of an addiction. Because, like I said, I, I function very, very differently. If I don't fuck with it and I don't like it, it just do not exist in my world. And I don't even know that we function differently. Because I, I, I truly feel like that's most people. I really just think it's the, the language of social media is one of discontent. And you just... Yes, it is. That is where discontent goes to commiserate and... You could go. I mean, we've seen it happen in ridiculous examples where a woman's like, you know, one thing I love about working from home is every morning my we make coffee and me and my husband go out in the front yard and look at the sun come Mm -hmm. up and hold hands in our garden. And people turn that into like, bitch, who the fuck you think you are? That's that's how like depressed a depressed brain talks. That's how Mm -hmm. jealousy and envy talk. Regular people don't talk like that. If a friend called me and told me that was her morning i'd be like sound like y'all be having fun over there you have a lovely morning every morning apia and and then i move on with my life right i wouldn't be like this bitch oh <laughs> like like that's that's the the language How dare of the you internet. flaunt your happiness in front of me right uh even the indie studios are adjusting um just because joaquin phoenix and long is long as Bo is afraid doesn't mean people will come matter of fact as someone who just watched napoleon i wouldn't come for his boring ass performance though vanessa kirby cooked so not her fault uh you just need something more take care y'all and hope you both had a great thanksgiving thank you uh let's check the youtube um for this one we got uh, no comments. There we go. We love that. Let's move out of there. Um, and then we got <laughs> the poll. Do you go to the movies as much as you used to before the pandemic? 33% yes, 66% no. Um, and let's see. And that is 16% yes on Spotify, 84% no. The Either way you take that, that is a huge amount of no. And that's bigger than Marvel fatigue. Stop being so myopic. Get pay attention to the whole picture, and you'll see something's happening in our society that has changed tremendously. And we're acting like it didn't. We're acting yeah. like we're on cruise control when shit is cruising into the Titanic, into no into the iceberg. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> although I guess you know for the iceberg is a bad day too right it is it's like, oh fuck a ship <laughs> the iceberg was minding his business in the sea um, the pandemic just sped things up was a Q&A Raphael says great episode I'm thankful for you guys another proof of why you're the best in the world the pandemic really sped things up if I didn't have a kid I 100% be a full long wolf glad I got pro help Lesh says or Leash says I wasn't a big movie goer before, just always broke or too busy. But this past year, I started going significantly more. Dave says, great episode, Rodney Karen. The pandemic definitely turned the world on its head with long-lasting repercussions to be felt for years to come. Fifi says, I'm lonely. I started bringing my laptop to cafes, et cetera, to work. I f- killed my f- Facebook and Instagram four years ago. That helps. I miss movies and yoga, too. I hear you, Fifi. I hope you're able to get back out there and go to some movies do some yoga you know miss Barnes says i used to love going to the movies pre-pandemic now not so much excellent discussion as always yeah, mm-hmm. yeah i'm so telling you man some people like going to the movies was like their little outlet they would budget their money up they would save up they were like look i know you know i'm i'm a lot of x amount of monies you know a lot of people joined those 
uh, most of the main ones, you no know, AMC and Regal and stuff had like those, and they still do have those services where you pay a flat fee. You can go so many times a month, and so many people will actually maxing that stuff out because that's like it's cheap for me to just go ahead and give you twenty five dollars and and see like umpteen movies than for me to actually pay out of pocket. And so a lot of people stop those services. Wouldn't be surprising if if you know those companies lost money once the pandemic hit because people start probably started canceling them. They was like, I'm not going to the movies, and for some of them, they never came back. Trey says, yes, it did. All, all I remember is hand sanitizer, mask, Trump's bad tan, and presidential speeches. Yikes. Um, yep. Pandemic sped shit up. All right. That's it for that, you know, the comments and, and polls and all that stuff. Thank you, everybody. Um, let's go ahead and get into the next segment. <music> voicemail time we got five people that called in uh let's see what they were saying i think the first one's emerald okay hi rod and karen this is emerald um i've called a few times so i'm calling for a little bit of help only because i know you guys have given um some you've done uh like ads for spotify for podcasters and that you use it so I started recording. Unfortunately, <laughs> I did it as voice notes on my phone. I don't know how to get it onto the Spotify platform, if that makes sense, or if I have to re- like record it somewhere else and then transfer, if that makes sense. Um, so I don't know if I have to like you know like email it to myself and then get it on my laptop, you know. So like logistics, but if it's easy enough, and if you guys you know in a feedback episode um can give like a quick one two on that that'd be awesome because i already pre-recorded like three um what could be episodes so i don't want to lose them because it was really good content um so yeah that was that was kind of my help request very (laughs) very much lovingly and i really appreciate any help you guys can give thank you Okay, well, first, Emerald, I we don't record ours that way, so I've never tried that. I know they have a, a thing where you can upload audio directly to Spotify for podcasters. Um, I would mostly suggest you ask to help people there, mm-hmm. whether it's through email or just they have like a little help pop-up thing where you go through like a bot and then eventually connects you to a person i would try that they've been very receptive on helping me when we've had questions or technical issues with the podcast so i think you should probably try to resolve it that way um and i'm sure there's a bunch of ways to like oh there's got to be a way to take a voice note turn it to an mp3 and i and email it to yourself and then edit it on a per, on a thing and do it on a desktop uh but once again i haven't done that Mm-mm. with spotify so i don't want to lead you wrong uh let the experts guide you uh, all right, next voicemail. Thank you, Emerald. Hi, Rod and Karen. My name is Janine. I'm calling from Texas. Long-time listener. Uh, used to have the handle on Twitter, Scrum Master Flash, but I don't anymore because um, Twitter's dead. Anyway, <laughs> listening to the feedback episode where you guys were talking about the feedback from Julie, and it reminded me of a an episode of uh, a different podcast from Larry uh, 
Wilmore, I think that's his name, anyway, where he was talking about being old enough to remember watching Nixon resign. And I'm just wondering if that boomer generation that lived through Nixon getting in the helicopter and just flying away in the middle of his uh, administration sort of scarred them and prepared them for a Trump-like figure. Mm. And so that lessens their um, empathy around millennials having to have lived through uh, through Trump because we had Nixon and Kennedy and all of that. Um, I don't know, just pontificating on that and just love the conversation around that Um you guys are fantastic. I love everything that you do. Thank you so much for, for all the work that you do. But just throwing that into the conversation around what those older people have lived through and their lack of empathy because they literally watched a president get in a helicopter and fly away. So they were like, well, we don't care about this nigga. He's just stupid. Y'all survived it. We can all move on. Um, anyway, my two cents. Thanks so much. Love you guys. Love everything you do. Bye. You know what's funny is uh, I agree that one a part hard part of having empathy for a lot of people is just the um, the idea of I've been through some shit and the older you are the more shit you've been through so mm-hmm. once you go through some shit you like what's the big deal I've been through some shit so that's part of it but ironically I would say Trump's worse than Nixon because like at least Trump. Uh, at least Nixon came through through a time where Republicans would have voted to impeach. Yes, they so would that's, have. So that's why he had to resign, quote unquote, because he was going to be out of office. Donald Trump doesn't have the shame to leave. He's actually trying to return, which is worse than Nixon. And Republicans don't have the fucking integrity to vote to impeach, regardless of the fact that this man tried to overthrow the government. So They've had several times and voted no. So I will say that uh, even in that, I would feel like the kids today have just as much a case to say this is worse to us. Um, but yeah, next voicemail. Good morning, Rod and Karen. This is Miss Barnes. I am in the middle of listening to episode 2802, Kiki Palmer, and you're bantering. And Rod, you had the same experience that I had. Speaking of the 30th, I think it's the 30th anniversary of Enter the Wu-Tang being released. So I had a tape player in my car back in the day, and I obviously didn't clean this thing enough because it would eat my tapes. And I'm in the middle of playing this album, and damn it, that my car didn't eat my tape. So I decided, let me go ahead and go, and I picked up the same thing at Walmart. I said, oh, they got... Into the 36 chambers? I said, okay, cool, great. Let me grab it. So I played it, and it was, there was no cuss words at all on it. I did not look to see if it had a parental advisory sticker on it. If it had that E. So I am hearing shame on a nook. And I'm like, what? Wait a minute, where? There's no cussing on here. I feel some sort of way. They should be allowed to do that. Keep the banner segment. I love it. But yeah, I'm a smidge triggered because I remember I wasted my money on that damn tape, which had no cussing on it. Mm-mm-mm. I hope both of you have a wonderful day and take care. You too, sis. Not but Wu Tang. Like, like that's almost. It, how many words did they get out? I had so long story short. One time we were, my dad found the cussing version of some some hip hop 
some rap tapes cassettes we had and I don't know know why he chose I don't know if we were in trouble graves or something but for some reason we cleaned up the house that day and then he played the cussing version of Wu-Tang so loud over everything and he would just re like he would just my dad's very funny but also when he's mad like he's funny and he just kept repeating it's woo motherfuckers that's y'all listen to that's you like woo motherfuckers over and over so i'm kind of scarred and triggered by wu-tang with or without cussing hilarious uh next voicemail oh and miss barnes i emailed you we had a um listener who wanted to uh because i said you know you can sponsor a premium membership for somebody right now it's black friday sale uh come get it come get come hook it up and uh somebody was like miss barnes i want to hook you up so i emailed you and uh just let me know your username on the site and i'll go ahead and put it all in but they already paid for you to have a year of uh premium so you know come on back all right next voicemail they left three of them and I don't know who it's from. Okay, the first one seems blank. All right, so that's off to an auspicious start. Let's check the second one if it's longer than five seconds. Hello, Ron and Karen. This is Jada. Um, Jada. I'm just really identifying with the episode you guys had about loneliness. Um, I work um, completely remote. And um, the company that I work for, they do have an office that's like, 30 minutes from me, but it's not with like my direct coworkers. It's for a completely different business unit. Um, but I currently am going through a breakup um, of a um, person I lived with for almost three years and it actually started around the pandemic. So I have been feeling a great deal um, of loneliness um, lately because I'm like, I'm completely, you know, alone working, you know, remotely, like you know, unless I'm in a meeting, like not hearing another person's, you know, voice. And so, and even before my breakup, I had been thinking a lot more about community because my grandmother passed and um, we're from like a small town and it was really nice to hear all the, you know, stories from everybody. And I just realized that, you know, there is kind of something to it of like you having that sense of community. I've been in Atlanta for over 10 years and I've literally been in the same apartment complex and I know none of my neighbors. I'm like, I live in such a big city with so many people and somehow it still doesn't feel necessarily um, home. And now with my breakup, I have been even more kind of concerned about loneliness. So I am um, really working to like, be more cognizant about like making myself um, go out um, just similar to you too, Karen. I um before the pandemic, like literally I was going to yoga so much. I bought a travel mat where when I traveled for work, I would find like a yoga class to go to. And yes. I don't know what happened. Girl, I, I got blocks I and straps. I the habitude of not doing it or I don't even really do it in my house anymore. But She got cut off, but she called right back. Oh, so sorry, guys. This is Jada again. Um, <laughs> being too long-winded, but I just wanted to end to say that um, I feel you, Karen, in bed. Like I'm also now I'm going to try to be more cognizant about getting out there and just doing yoga or just getting out there to get out of my apartment and doing things because I'm not getting out of my apartment every day and going to work. Um, but I am even thinking about, even though it's 30 minutes for me, like, and I don't have to just going to the office just so I can be around the people. And I feel like you guys are making a good point. I really do. En- I enjoy being remote. There are some advantages, 
mm-hmm. um, too. And also particularly that like you don't have to move for a certain job anymore. You know, you can maybe live in location that you want um, to be. But mm-hmm. and also I do love that, like, for instance, this week, like I was still working, but I was able to. Um, Oh, um, I was able to continue. Sound like she's not alone anymore. Uh, we fixed the problem. <laughs> Somebody else showed up. Somebody else now. To uh, work, but be around my family as as well. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, I think you make I got a good point. There is kind of a lot of uh, loneliness going on, and I don't really know exactly how to uh, address it. But yeah, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Think about what you was. was oh, some of the things you were talking about. A lot of people don't want to be truthful with themselves that they need people, and a lot of people use the excuse of, "Well, I'm an introvert." Introvert does not mean antisocial. Like, like it does not, and that's very, very hard for people to understand. It doesn't mean they don't want to be bothered with people. They don't mean they don't want to be around people. It's just that when they're around people they just for a lot of them depend on the personality they have a certain period of time and then they're just tapped out of just people and energy and things like that and that's and that's fine versus extroverts somebody like me being around people gives me energy and keeps me going it's it's kind of the opposite effect and also I think that people are not truthful with themselves there are a lot of people that are working from home they probably would be better mentally if they did a hybrid you know, if they was like, okay, I like being at home, but you know what? Let me do two or three days a week, you know, and, and, and that's a very hard pill for some people to swallow that they actually need people. And also talking about community. Yeah. Over the past. And I, I could speak for me, even as a child, our family and the unit of our family used to get up a lot more frequently, like at my mama's house, that was the spot. And so every weekend, a lot of her, her, her brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews and stuff would pile around my mama's house. And everybody would cook, and they would come by, and it was like a big dinner. And so we would eat, we would play. And so a lot of my cousins and relatives, I got to know them really, really well because we literally grew up as children because we were literally around each other for hours and hours and hours on end and things like that as kids. But I realized as time changed and as that generation got older, a lot of that was not kind of instilled in us. So for us, we're like, okay, that's cool. But, you know, I'm not doing that. And a lot of the traditions, and I know my family isn't the only one, a lot of those traditions are broken. A lot of family reunions aren't as big and things like that. Just over the years, they, it's just not the way it used to be. And like I've said before, and about Big Mama and about having a centralized person's house or spot, be it uh, Big Mama, be it, you know, Pop Pop, whoever the person is, great unk, great uncle, whatever. And when that person passes, whatever, people just kind of gradually just float away from each other. And the only time you end up seeing each other is, is, is not so funny, on sad occasions. Somebody's sick, somebody's dead, somebody's dying, somebody's in hospice and things like that. And so that sense of community has kind of went away. You know, for a lot of people, they have children who don't know their cousins and other relatives because we're so busy that whenever they do schedule family reunions, a lot of times we're so busy, we don't take the time to go. 
We won't we won't go. We won't, you know, go to the events even if we have time because everybody kind of want to do their own thing. And I completely understand that because people are scattered across the country, you know, financially, whatever it may be. But it does not erase the fact that you need community and you need people around you. And so I know one big thing that I one thing that I do like about the the younger generation younger than me, they're real big into chosen family. And that, and to me, once I got older, I recognized what that is. You know, you might be in the spot where, hey, my family might not be around me, but I have a community because community matters. Be it your flesh and blood, or if something happens, or it's schisms, whatever. You need community. You need people around you, somebody to talk to, somebody you can lean on, somebody you can depend on. Because for most people, they are not designed to be completely 100% alone. That's different between, hey, I'm al- I live alone, I'm by myself. That's completely different than I have no communication with anybody of the outside world. Yep, I agree. And, uh, you know, I think little stuff helps. Just, you know, sometimes it's just going out to a restaurant. Sometimes just finding that friend or somebody to have a lunch with. You know, if it's, if it's something where you want to sit outside, that's cool. It's literally just, you know, sometimes I, I'll just need to get out the house. Like, I'll, you know, come in and be like, I just got to get out of here and hop in the car and go run some some errands or something just to, like, and I'm, I'm a person that doesn't necessarily need to sit down and talk to a lot of people. I, I'm not a... Uh, like Karen said, I'm an introvert, not antisocial, so I don't need to be like at a party necessarily or a crowded restaurant. But I need to see people sometimes. I need to get out the house. I need to, you know, uh, do all that stuff. And uh, yeah, I hope I hope you know you make some adjustments. And I, and I think the the hardest part is even recognizing that it's an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then you know going branching out from there. Yeah, because I and and not to get on not to get on another tangent. But you know what online tells you? You don't need nobody else. You know what the internet tells you? You're fine literally by yourself because, and you know what? Those people aren't fine. Like we talked about before, they're lonely, they're angry, they're sad, they're depressed because they need people. Yep. Uh, We got one more voicemail. They left two of them, so they must have got cut off. Hi, Rod and Karen. Thank you again for a wonderful uh, week of shows, especially the the last one on Thursday. I know you said it was um, sort of rambling and off topic, but I think it was perfect, especially for this time of year. Um, uh, and to start with the uh, Marvel uh, box office uh, segment that you were talking about, I totally agree that the overwhelming messaging for Marvel has been negative, and I've seen that happen a lot with the reactors and the um, sort of people who've made their social media brand talking about Marvel movies. They have to have a hook and something to bring people in, and for a long time, it was so positive that they had, in order to stand out, they had to be negative. They had to bring up every nitpick and things that didn't match, and now it's become their entire platform and personality um, in a way where I understand. I feel like I personally like Marvel because I don't watch and intake every form of media that they've come out with. I still haven't watched the Netflix series because I didn't have Netflix for a long time. So there's certain things like 
I get the overload. I get the things aren't connecting, but you don't have to watch every single piece of media unless that's what you make your living on. And so those voices are sort of becoming the overwhelming uh, consensus about what's going on with the um, the Marvel movies. And another component of you were talking about the box office not being able to match pre twenty um, twenty numbers is you know not to be morbid, but there's less people around. There's going to be less people who can you know show up and go to the movies um there's disabled people who can't do it anymore there's children whose guardians aren't around anymore and that's going to impact how many people go and i'll speak for myself i used to always go to those movies those are my events for the year i would sometimes see them once or twice um i saw black yeah i cut off oh no sorry for a part two but i was just saying i saw um black panther uh, four times in the theater because I was bringing other people to see it as well and that's not going to happen here. There's so many people that I know that are just not into spending 20 plus dollars to see a movie when like you said they could go be home. I have older relatives that I would not be taking to the movies because of you know I'm probably I'm usually the only one with a mask on in the entire theater um, and I also try to schedule it not on the premiere dates because I don't want to be in a crowded theater so so many things have changed that they're not factoring into these box office numbers mm-hmm. and only spotlighting certain box offices when it feeds into that go woke go broke mentality that a lot of right. these um, journalists and reactors and and people who make their living on these kind of movies are sort of plugged into at the moment and another thing that I just wanted to say very quickly is that the absence of kindness online is trickling into real life and in what you were saying about that that loneliness turning into anger um so much of what i see online and that i scroll past and i don't want to interact with is just anger um to your point about uh you know what's the best place to take people on dates and these men aren't shit these women aren't shit there's always something to be angry about and i don't know if it's i guess it feeds engagement i guess that's why they're doing it but it could just be because they're lonely and they're venting online and they're getting other people to commiserate about the same thing um versus focusing on positive things which is very hard right now um when people are yelling at you for not constantly posting things that are you know, I want to say this, you know, uh, in the kindest way, but there's horrible things going on right now. But there are people who are just trying to get through the day. So for them to post that would have severe mental impacts for them. But they're getting told that they're worthless and that they're the they're on the wrong side of history. And she got cut off. She didn't call back. But yeah, I I mean, you were spitting. Um, I think I was, uh, one quick thing I want to add about the movies too. When a movie does do well people politicize that like i remember when top gun the maverick came out and it was a hit and um you know it was getting a lot of a lot of credit and somebody said uh the, the republican fox news people were saying this because it's an old school movie about you know the planes and the military and 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 all that and then me and then of course people that were more liberal were like oh it's because of the diverse cast of all these other pilots that are actors in this film and it's just like bruh it's just a fucking movie that's all just a movie people people saw it for a bunch of reasons but like the everything's not politically explainable Mm-mm. like sometimes it's just like shit is a hit because people liked it or shit is flopping because people's like you said behavior has changed and no one's seeing theaters but it's funny how like 
it's always what you don't like is the reason the movie didn't do well or did or you know and what you did like is why i did great right yeah and also uh you brought up a good point because yeah pre-pandemic guess what we had a, a billion extra people in the world and now to that, I think the number's much bigger because we'll never know the true number of people that actually, you know, died from COVID before we actually even knew what COVID was because of the administration at the time. So you're talking about... Yeah, it's not a billion more people. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm, a million, I'm sorry. It's like three million is three. the... I just went and looked it up while you said it. Just so uh, no one will I write said it. I said B, my bad. It's okay, um, it's okay. But yeah, th- that's a lot of people that are no longer here with us. You're right who actually when these other movies came out guess what they were consumers because people talk about the even and workers yes people talk about you know like you say uh 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 uh, can't find workers people talk about uh 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 uh, tax revenue for states going down people talk about uh all these other factors but when you have that many people missing out of an economy that's built on capitalism Everybody's going to feel the impact of that for decades to come. According to the World Health Organization uh, website, they have it at 6.9 million, basically 7 million people died during COVID around the globe. Um, so that other okay. number may have been just for America or something. Oh, that's what I was thinking. But yeah, yeah what the point, the point being like, um, yeah, a lot of people ain't here anymore. And also just people's behaviors changed. Like, I can't even imagine what the indoor event to bring everyone together like that again will be after Black Panther, other than maybe, you know, these concerts like Renaissance and Taylor Swift, but I think those are outside events. Most of them were. There were a few inside, but most of them were outside. I think if they would have done them inside, it still would have been packed. So maybe something like that, but Um, like that cultural community moment, that's not being brought because nothing's really a tentpole anymore uh, right now. Yeah, that's true. Uh, maybe like residencies in Vegas. I know for Usher, yeah, that shit was. But that's sold going out. to one place. Yeah, I think like, like, like Black Panther was in every place. It was. So you know, if you were in Charlotte, you were dressing up. If you were in Milwaukee, you were dressing up. Yeah, that's, we were all. I don't know that we're gonna have something like that again. And and you know, and and I think if we don't acknowledge that part of it, then we just look. I, I don't know. I don't want to say people are stupid, but I think you look stupid just saying it's a Marvel thing. Nah, it's a life thing. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, because it's it's something that you said is done in unison. That what you're really saying is I thought Marvel was life proof. That's what you're really saying is I thought what they did shouldn't even be affected by a pandemic or anything else. And if you thought that 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 was you drinking that Kool Aid, not me. Uh, all right, let's go to the final thing. We got some um, we got some emails to talk about. All right, emails. Um, and, of course, as I say that, Firefox freezes. Son of a gun. Hold on. I got to figure a way out of this, guys. Give okay. me a second. Because I think I got to close it in one thing and open it in another program. Son of a bitch. Okay, how do your business work? Why would you do this? 
we be here. It just betrayed me. I know, right in front of the audience. We have people sitting here right. staring us in the face. Join them from here instead. Join the stage. And you want to act out ugly. And then close it here. Right in front of my friends. And then open up the email here. Okay, I moved over. Okay, am I on screen yet? Yeah, no. almost. No, we don't see your picture. Huh. I see, we see your box. All right, I said I was joining. Let me refresh. Oh, boy. Technology, everybody. <laughs> I don't know why I tried to let Firefox run things. It's been freezing lately. <laughs> no problem. Okay, I should be back. There you go. We see All you right, now. Let's get to these uh, emails that we got from everybody. Um, The first one's from C from cleveland i think yes yeah, c from cleveland who says hi karen and rod this is c from cleveland i'm a long time listener since 2013 but i'm very rarely email i just want to say thank you so much for such poignant insightful reviews and highlights of current events i find myself clapping whenever whenever you stress the importance of civic duty and responsibility for our more vulnerable peers thanksgiving gratitude for the blackout tips Thank you for your through your podcast. I constantly challenge to see the world. I am constantly challenged to see the world outside of my purview, which is wild to think of, especially because I'm currently run a think tank based on lived experiences of black women. Your girl is thinking all the damn time. LOL. Uh, I write this with I write with gratitude today because two years ago I sent you an email to change the trajectory of my work. Listening to Blackout Tips, I heard an ad for Anchor for Spotify inspired me to put clips from my research project, Project Noir, into a podcast form using Anchor for Spotify. For Spotify, we are blessed to say that because of that research and our podcast clips, our local NPR affiliate created it. Uh, into a full scale skate podcast Go ahead. living for we this year thankful doesn't scratch the service without your podcast i don't think that would have been possible oh man go ahead man listen Yay. and she included like pictures from their uh like the i guess their get together for their podcast oh so i don't know if this is like the announcement or whatever but look at this look at all the people oh. in the audience okay serving black women for uh for black women by black women we love to see it we love this oh that is so dope that is so dope uh, and then she also wants a holiday card, so I'll put you in the holiday section. She says, my husband and I would love to be added to your holiday card list. Last month, we got married, and we are thrilled to begin a new new tradition, including holiday cards. We hope to send to y'all, too. Yes, uh, theblackouttips.com slash about is our mailing address. Yes, we love holiday cards, and particularly me. I love the holiday cards. I hope... Roger glass at me. I hold on to them cards like your great grandma do your do your baby ponytail when she cut it and put it in the Bible. Every single every single card that's been sent is here and I got it. Again, thank you both. You both have taught me to think critically about the world and see brightness in the dark spots. Taking a beat to breathe deeply, analyze and then respond has honestly changed my life for the better. Keep going, y'all. See. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, listen, that's so true um, about that taking a beat because it can change a lot of stuff. And, uh, you know, it, and honestly, us always constantly reacting to things is just starting to feed into, not start, it's been, it feeds into some things where there are people who use that uh, in bad ways and because they know how people react. And it's amazing how you just take one more second, one one level deeper of thought, and it's like, wait, this is what this is really about for me, you know? And also, uh, something else I would like to add on. One reason, and I don't know if it's just being down south or just the way I grew up, 
I feel like this. If I'm in a place of privilege, I try my best to consider people that are not in my situation always because I am of the mindset where I never know when somebody else might have to advocate on my behalf when I don't have. And a lot of people, they don't make that connection. They always think that they're always going to be the privileged one and the one always advocating. Nobody ever thinks, what if something happens and all of a sudden my status changes financially, my family situation changes, somebody dies. Nobody ever considers those things. They always think that they're always going to be the one with the microphone. One day you may not. So when I'm not with the, so when I'm not on the microphone or, or 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 not in a room, I want somebody else to be considering me because I know for me, I grew up on free and reduced lunch. I got Pell grants, like like so somebody was advocating for these services not to be cut and destroyed and sliced the motherfucking pieces where I can survive. So. I always feel like you have to consistently be considered about people that are not in the room. Crystal writes in Marvel rant. Hello, Rod and Karen from the sunshine, sunshine state of Florida. Uh, I was listening to Rod mention about critics taking Marvel movies. And I was talking to my husband about it. I'm not a comic reader, but love watching reviews of the Marvel comics. <clears throat> I often love watching the films, then watching new rock stars and screen crush to see what I miss. I often will tell comic readers the movies are their own universe. They draw inspiration from the comics, but they're their own lore. People love to have revisionist history as if they absolutely love the early Marvel works. I did truly love them, but they were there were some misses <clears throat> that we only just got closure on. I never watched Iron Man 2 or 3. And all the Thor movies were boring until Ragnarok. Agreed. I love how, yeah, that was funny. Like, there's people, like, whenever I see somebody that doesn't like Ragnarok, I'll be like, and hey, you like the first two? Right. Because we just built different. Something's wrong with you, and I'm right. I love how the recent projects were made, uh, made those prior movies relevant. Yes, I was talking to somebody. Uh, when it comes out, y'all are here, but I was on For All Nerds recently, and we were talking about uh, <clears throat> the Marvels and Loki. And uh, one of the things I brought up was just one, the big joker that Marvel has uh, or has had for years is this ability to retcon things that weren't good. So, like, I didn't think Thor 2 was good, but they did use Loki and parts of Ragnarok and to make me go back and go, well, yeah, those moments were in very impactful for the character and i and those moments happen and i was just like i don't care about this movie so i didn't care about those moments but in hindsight yeah that's a pretty epic moment to go back and think about how thor lost his mom and you know uh that kind of stuff mm -hmm. um but uh let's see da, da, da. I love how the recent projects made the movies. Okay. They only just gave Scarlet Witch a bit of a backstory because I never quite understood why Wanda was called the Scarlet Witch or its relevance until WandaVision. I think that was the comic reader spoiling things as usual. But this email is about a video I recently watched that was saying how people's dissatisfaction with Marvel is possibly related to the number of YouTube videos that pick apart the stories months before its release with their predictions and how this can tie in the films and the number of leaks. And by the time you actually do see the film, you either have been spoiled or essentially so bombarded with information you've lost the excitement. Yeah, because you mentioned new rock stars and stuff and Screen Crush. I will watch a video sometimes if i've watched a thing like okay i watched loki 
I want to see them talk about Loki. Right. I, I, yeah, for, 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 for that stuff, I've, I'm going to consume it first. I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to watch I that. I won't watch a trailer breakdown. Mm-mm. I won't watch those videos where they're like 27 predictions about uh, the Marvels. Because I think, and this happened with Game of Thrones too, for the book readers. Once you start having expectations that are not based on just like stuff that 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 is implicitly in what you watched, mm-hmm. you set yourself up to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. You know, so now you're mad Mephisto wasn't in season one of Loki, and you're just like, why was this a thing for you? And why are you mad about it? It never. You shouldn't even be mad about this. Uh, the film can never match the level of anticipation these channels build and create their with their constant content daily about projects years in advance. The film or shows can never match the expectations that have been built. It actually makes a lot of sense and is the reason why I avoid the prediction videos. I avoid any discussion about films or shows until I've actually watched it. You sound just like us. I realize that's what made the earlier films more enjoyable. You could just organically watch and enjoy. You had your comic book readers who are never satisfied, but overall it wasn't as insane as it is now. There's literally nothing you can do that will make people satisfied. Loki is an amazing series, and I loved how they made Loki, who is a villain, such a relatable character that you root for and completely change his arc, which I do also understand is based on a new run of the comic. Don't want to name it because it's a spoiler. I mean, honestly... Yeah, I, I hear what you're saying, but yeah. I don't think you have to be that worried about comic book spoilers versus movie spoilers. Because a lot of times they tell two completely different stories. Yeah, and even like knowing Wanda is a Scarlet Witch doesn't necessarily change much because, you know, like they knew that when they put that character in the movie that everyone knows that name is the Scarlet Witch. So then they get, I love when they play with that stuff. Like when they're like, oh yeah, y'all know, but we not, we're not going to reveal it to you right away. We're going to show you later. Mm-hmm. Anyway, just wanted to point out, I definitely also agree about the conspiracy theory about someone trying to tank Disney with negative reviews. Some of these YouTube channels I don't even watch because I know it's just going to be everything wrong with Marvel video again. I do think New Rockstar is one of the few that's seemingly really good, non-biased with a good mix of good and bad. Part of me does wonder if Disney feuds with DeSantis, no longer funding the Republican Party, is behind this. Also, Disney was supposed to relocate some of their California Imagineers to Florida and bring a couple million dollars in revenue. It was a billion-dollar campus. And after our governor's stunt, they they scrapped it. It cost him a large amount of his base due to his loss of potential revenue and jobs it was going to bring. He, of course, has his diehard supporters, but there are some who, although are Republicans, see that his actions are negatively affecting the state and costing him money. I know the theory sounds insane, but stranger things have happened, LOL. Anyway, I know this was long, but I've been a Marvel fan from day one. Have watched Iron Man in theaters and remember the entire theater erupted in excitement when Sam Jackson appeared in the post credit scene. Yeah, I was saying that um, for our nerds, too. I don't like this thing. Where we're trying to take away what they have done to right. try to act like it's such a, not a big feat. Like uh, Ben, I mean, was saying, like, you know, I read a book or some some shit. And he was like, uh, you know, and they some of that stuff they kind of lucked into. And I'm like. They didn't luck into Sam Jackson saying we're doing the Avengers. And if they lucked into it, then they get the credits. Babe Ruth pointing his bat at a section of the outfield and going, I'm knocking the home run there and then doing it. Well, if it's luck, fuck, that's the greatest luck I've ever seen. Congratulations. Uh, So it does make me sad to hear people keep on, oh, it's superhero fatigue. I think they 
they think if they say it enough, then we will all believe it. No, it's a pandemic. Uh, then writers and actors strike issues has affected so many projects for years to come. Let's not forget it took Infinity Saga almost 10 years to wrap up certain storylines and things to make sense. But we want immediate answers now. Give them a chance to work out the kinks. Okay, I'm done with my rant. I feel you. Here's the one thing I will add to. You ever notice that the motherfucking fatigue niggas always make a lot of content? Hmm? Anybody ever notice that? Anybody ever notice? You never see, if, if I hit them up and be like, I got fatigue of your ass. How about you make some videos about some different shit? You know? <laughs> How about you You only put out uh 10 out of 10 quality videos or podcasts or whatever you do. If if it ain't 10 out of 10 every time and you don't have something that no one's ever said before to say, I don't want to see it. They'd be like, man, suck my dick. I'm making, I'm doing my job. Oh, man. Yeah, and also the thing is, uh, uh, thinking about what they're saying. Yeah, over the years, you've, you have, you know, YouTube and all these other platforms that cover movies unlike before. You've always had people cover movies but it was more of that the traditional thing of of movie critics right now with youtube and stuff it opened it wide open so you have an influx of people who may or may not be actual like uh historians in movie and all that stuff a lot of his fan base a lot of his oh i just like my whatever it may be you you don't have the same uh levels of entry or, or whatever it takes like you used to have so that makes a big difference and also i do 100 percent agree with you on and i've always thought this was a weird or me personally uh unless you're somebody that, that does not care about spoilers you know and, and like i say it depends on situation most of the time i don't but if it's something where i will particularly with marvel a lot of these fatigue niggas be be spoiling shit for people too that's what they don't talk about either so a lot of times if you really want to watch something marvel related a lot of times you have to watch it like immediately when it comes out or else people that are quote-unquote fatigued these fatiguing ass niggas be watching the shit and be spoiling it sometimes i think on purpose and a lot of times for a lot of people they consume so much of it and so then they're full on it and then they it's it, 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 it's like you eating your dessert before the meal and then you go get the meal you go well the meal wasn't as good no because you ate all the dessert first and i think that's how a lot of people consume this stuff and then act like the meal is the problem and not the fact that you oversaturated yourself with it and then act like the product is the problem uh last one profess lch oh shit girl Linda Charlemagne Harris. She says, happy holidays, Rod and Karen. I've been away from the blackout tips for a while. Decided to listen during an unexpected drive on a bit mountainous road to keep myself calm and distracted. The Marvel discussion was really smart. And honestly, guys, that's why we do it. Okay. If, 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 if the professor ain't calling y'all podcast smart, Come I, on. Got, I got fatigue of you. Y'all stop making shows. Stop it. But what made me write this email was a discussion on the epidemic of loneliness. Baby, where are the nomination forms for excellence and broadcasting awards? Your discussion was so raw and poignant. It sounded like a cry in the wilderness by prophets who beseech us to remember our humanity. I'm an introvert who is happiest alone. Yet during the pandemic, I recall hurting for extroverts. They were so trapped, suffocated for a way to get their energy. Mm -hmm. Um, 
the lockdown helped save their lives the low quality of that life made it almost worthless to some and though i'm an introvert i suspect that i'm probably a better human being when i bump up against the ridiculousness inconvenience and annoyance of other people Mm, i agree Mm. fully agree it has to be a balance sometimes i go out and 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 like you know someone's being annoying and honestly i i have gratitude and appreciate it in a way i did not before Right. Because it's just after the pandemic, I'm like, this is happening. Like, like, look at you being a, being an asshole in a restaurant. Look, can't help yourself. <laughs> oh, oh, you see my earphones in? You gonna talk to me anyway? Go ahead, let me have it, buddy. What, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? That's why I'm surprised you survived me. <laughs> <laughs> it humbles me. It makes me a kind of person. It slows me down. It makes me more considerate. So as I drove drove literally closer to the heavens, your conversation figuratively elevated me that much higher thank you for the years of quality content i'll hang up now and take your comments on air professor lch <laughs> honestly no comments no notes that was that was beautiful i can't think of a better way to end this episode hey, we and, love uh, you. yeah thank you i'm glad you're still you know out there orbiting the universe of the blackout tips teaching after all this time and mm-hmm. i hope you got to where you were going safe and had a good time uh if you guys want holiday cards like i said i ordered 100 i'm currently looking at 44 people that have left us their addresses so you know y'all do the math <laughs> but you better uh get in while they're getting hot we did get the cars in i'm looking at the design um uh, they're adorable i also ordered some stickers to go in them so mm-hmm. i'll be giving putting a sticker in, in each one when i do that and uh <laughs> and just harness my inner white woman of color it just completely ah! and sending these cars out every year all right y'all until next time uh don't forget black friday sale the blackouttips.com slash black friday uh, plenty of people are signing up. Plenty of people are renewing. Mm-hmm. Uh, December the 5th. Yeah, until December the 5th. Uh, so until next time, I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.